everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Otaku Crew Podcast. I'm your host, Wiseman Lee. And yeah, I know I've been away for a while. You know, been on vacation a bit, but I'm back finally. And so I want to thank our listeners for tuning in to today's episode. We are now on episode 18. And so I would like to remind our audience that you can listen to us on most platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you can catch our episodes on our YouTube channel, The Otaku Crew. Um, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a like and comment if you like our content and if you would like to support us. So for today's episode, I would like to introduce my panelists. But first, we got Leif on. What's happening? Um, I'm excited to be back. Uh... I'm very nostalgic to be discussing this uh, particular topic because it's a real callback to the good old stuff and uh, happy to be here. Cool, cool. And then finally we have Tensa coming along. What's yo, going on yo, with you, Tensa? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, my man. I'm, I'm doing, this is just fantastic. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. Perfect. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, just us three, but, you know, we're going to have a good discussion because on today's episode, we will be talking about Dragon Ball Super Superhero. And so we'll be doing a full spoiler review on the movie. And uh, luckily, we've all seen it. And so we're going to give our general thoughts in the beginning, then we'll dive into all the good and bad stuff about it, what we like and what we didn't like, and where we think maybe the series will go, continue from there on, et cetera, et cetera. So tell me, guys, you got, what's, what are your overall just general thoughts, like, off, off the bat? Well, first, Tenza, I don't know where you're getting this energy from for Monday, but I could use some of that. Like, Lord. That's my first comment, of course. And in terms of the movie, I, I wasn't very excited to go see another dragon ball uh dragon ball movie because i found they more or less exhausted in the most possible avenue but they're like no we're gonna make a call back to androids and i'm like really it's i, I thought but you guys were done didn't you enjoy yourself from the last dragon ball movie you saw also what was the last dragon broly? ball movie <laughs> super broly? broly well that's broly come on man you can't like hate on broly like that's impossible but if you like yeah. that, then I'm not sure what you mean. But anyway, okay, cool. You're I'm just not looking forward to it. But like, how did you feel then after watching the movie? I found out? it was an okay film. Not the best uh, DBZ film I've seen, but not the worst. Because when you release Broly, you set the bar so high. And then you release this. Mm. So naturally i have my comparisons to make between the two and my grievances between the two but if we focus solely on the film uh the superhero film itself i found it was slightly refreshing that it wasn't the focus on goku and vachita this time they were i just want to get your general thoughts but uh, that's good enough so okay you were just mixed on it a bit from what i'm getting pretty much uh, uh, now okay so tensa what are your quick Reaction. Uh, my Oops. general my general reviews is that uh, like Lefon said, it's not it's not gonna be as good as the Broly movie that was never gonna be topped. However, I will say that I enjoyed the movie because there was a lot of nostalgia being brought into it, and that's what made um, the movie good in the first place. Cool. 
Uh, I'm pretty much in the same camp as you guys, except like, yeah, I wasn't really looking forward to the movie because I, I thought I was going to go into the movie hating it. But just coming out of it, I found myself pleasantly enjoyable. I found the movie to be quite enjoyable. I had a fun time. And so it was as bad as I thought it would be. I do have issues with it, however, of course, which we will get into it uh, shortly. The general, let me give the general plot of the movie. If I understand this, Dr. Jiro's grandson, Dr. Hido, who meets up with uh, the remaining of the Red Ribbon Army, who the leader now is Magenta, who's like the son or grandson of uh, General Red. And so he pretty much recruits Dr. Hido into uh, creating more androids to stop the evil Saiyans from taking over the world because of how many times they thwarted the Red Ribbon Army. And so that's pretty much it. Yeah, so he creates the androids yeah, to come after the not Z warriors. The, not the grandson, the son. Uh, the son, son of what, General Red? Yes, Magenta is okay. actually the son of General Red. Okay, right, perfect. So that's it. Uh, so that's it. That's pretty much the 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 summary of plot I can give at the moment without yes, uh, which words. which is really the movie basically. Pretty much. I tell you what, when the movie started and when they were giving the recap of the past events that happened with Goku and and Red Ribbon Army, you know, uh, that part was like beautifully like drawn and animated like it felt like dragon ball like the original anime but like revamped like refurbished like in modern times and i'm like man i kind of wish that we got like that animation in current like in that dragon ball time era too because it looks so stunning and beautiful. we we kind of did and didn't because if you watch a bit of dragon ball kai we did have some animation revamped just not mm. in this but it was not in the Dragon Ball part. It was more like, you know where the Frieza saga is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball Zekai. Isn't that what it was called? Yes. Uh, Zekai is only in the, uh, the North American version. The actual name is Dragon Ball Kai. Oh, okay, perfect. So I like that recap part of Red Ribbon Army because then we kind of, it, it just pretty much recapping to the audience like, oh, this is what happened. Remember, Red Ribbon but, was around for but, a while and but, they got thwarted by Goku. Yeah, the, go on. the updated graphic makes it so much better. It did look so much better. So we got that little recap, and then it continued on to show currently where Red Ribbon is. Right now, they're called the Red uh, Pharmaceutical Company. What was it? RPC, something like that? Red Ribbon Pharmaceuticals. Red Ribbon Pharmaceuticals. So they're kind, they're kind of using that new name as a front for behind the operation of what they're trying to do. And so they're trying to get back to their former glory of uh, what they were back then. But they knew that uh, as long as Goku and his friends are around, they're going to keep getting like... The plans are going to keep getting ruined and everything. So now Magenta, the son of uh, General Red, he's now in charge of the Red Ribbon Army, right? So now he recruits Dr. Hiddo, who was the grandson of Dr. Jiro. And he knows that. And by the way, we now see in the movie that Dr. Hiddo is like a new genius who pretty much uh, succeeds out of uh, Dr. Jiro, right? Yes. So he's... He's like, he surpassed him. So he's like the new super genius who's stuck in prison, of course. And so uh, Magenta plans to get him out of jail. And so when he gets out of jail, Magenta and uh, talks talks to, of course, Dr. Hiddo. But Dr. Hiddo kind of knew that you need, he needed his help for something. And so he pretty much tells them, like, oh, you know, you're... you're, you're your grandfather was a great um, scientist at Red Ribbon Army. You should take over his place. And then he's like, why should I? It's like, oh, but, you know, the, the thing I liked is like, they try to coerce him into like, thinking that the Red Ribbon is the good guys. And then the, the Saiyans are the evil 
alien invaders who are trying to take over the planet. So he pretty much spins the story where like, oh, if you create the androids as superheroes, you know, you're going to save the planet in the day. What do you guys think about that part? <laughs> Course would not be the right word. I would say convince. Oh, yeah, I mean, I did say convince or try to like uh, yeah, sway, because, sway him in one side, yeah. Yeah, because, because the thing is that Magenta was smart enough to try to track the guy with honey and not vinegar. So that's what, like, yeah, of course, would be like if it, it would be like Carmine uh, um, holding the guy at gunpoint, which Carmine actually tried and failed. And I also like the fact that Dr. Hedo made it clear they are not friends. And I like the fact that they basically were using each other. Pretty much, yeah. I'm not sure what Dr. Hader was trying to get out of Magenta, though. Money. The um, Gamma mm -hmm. 1 and 2 is exactly what he was doing. And that's what, like, he, like, if you understood the deal, he was supposed to make more superheroes. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that Dr. Hedo is the kind of character that is brilliant but lazy. <laughs> so when he made Gamma 1 and 2, he's like, he was set. For him, he was set. He didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and, so that's it. And, uh, and the problem is that he was so dispassionate on making the project that he was actually paid for. That that's the reason why the rebuilding of Cell Max was incomplete. That's one of the main reasons. So that's it. So to the audience, like pretty much, uh, Doctor Hedo pretty much joins up with Magenta and creates the two new androids that we see in the movie. I mean, you're they're already showing a trailer, but Gamma One, Gamma Two are the new androids, and uh, of yeah. course they are designed as superheroes because. Dr. Hiddle's into superheroes, he thinks of himself as like a something around and that. The, mm -hmm. and, the, and those two characters, Gamma 1 and 2, are, uh, are so advertised that they were already in games before the movie came out. <laughs> I think uh, Toei has that problem where they always do too uh, much of the marketing no, by I'll, toys. Cause it, I'll, so, I'll explain. Mm -hmm. They were supposed to come out at the same time of the movie, but when they were released, there was a hack at the studio, so they had to delay the release of the movie. That's true. I remember, yeah, there was a hack. They, but they couldn't stop the release of the characters in the game. So it was kind of odd. But there's something I find even odder, just in relation to the entire Magenta Dr. Hedo dynamic, is that he claims to be a super genius and everything. But he didn't do his own research on the entire Saiyan thing going on. Like, we remember with uh, Dr. Jiro, he sent out robots and everything to collect data on the Saiyans when they were on Earth battling. Couldn't get it from Namek, whatever. So, Dr. Jiro, like, was ready for this. Then there's Head. Then there's this guy, supposed super genius, and he's like, Oh, Magenta, really? They're the bad I'll, guys? I'll explain for that one. It sounds stupid to you. But keep in mind that Dr. Hedo doesn't have access to Capsule Corp. So he wouldn't have that information in the first place. He was like, and keep in mind that at the time of the Cell Games, he's like every other kid who saw the Cell Games. And everything that relates to the archives of the Red Ribbon Army has already been destroyed by that time. He doesn't like have access. That. 
sorry, not only that, I don't think Hedo had full access to his grandfather's work at the time. It was all under the Army. And he had Army. none, actually. Magenta exactly. is the one know. who had access to it. But no, no, no. I say this because I'm not saying he could have accessed Dr. Jiro's work. It's not that. It's just like, do your own research because he even, to the point, he knows, he uh, notices, um, what's the guy's name? Uh, the, the chauffeur with the weird hair. Carmine, thank Carmine. you. Carmine. He knows his Carmine is going around the prison. He builds a mini bot to be oh his to do the surveying. Yeah, thank you. His sorry, say that again. Counter surveillance. Counter, thank you. Counter surveillance. If he's able to go to those lengths and spy on Carmine, then Red Ribbon Army, he should be able to look into this and be like, okay, maybe Magenta's lying, but he's like, nope. No, there's a reason for that. It's also the fact that in the uh, like even near the end. Hedo actually said that he knew. Yes, he actually said that he knew and he was just using him just to further his projects. He just wanted a cushy lunch. Oh, um, yeah, and he said that uh, after, um, it was, it was uh, when he killed Magenta with the uh, bug. But earlier on, uh, he couldn't do that research because one, the, like, the cell research, like, that is not easily accessible, actually. Like, like the majority consensus agree that it's Hercule who beat Cell. Like, the point is that Gohan's uh, defeating of Cell was supposed to be kept secret. And everything else up to that, although that those were public information, those are archived information, and the Red Ribbon Army being destroyed, and I literally mean physically destroyed, um, Dr. Hedo being in school would not have access to that information. Like, that was, like... You can't, like, I will just tell you that the do-your-own-research is not a good argument, like, on. Well, whenever he claims uh, super genius, I'm like... <laughs> if you understood, the guy has a doctorate at the age of 14. <laughs> oh, creative so, licenses with Toei Animation, I swear. I swear. Um, yes, it's the fact that the guy's a scientist and a doctor at the same time. But uh, if you heard the backstory... Um, he got he he is actually a genius in the sense like you know like Dexter's boy's laboratory mm. genius, but his personality was so terrible that no one wanted to hire him. So he had to go to school again. So the point is that his ego is really like the big thing that gets the better of him, and so that's why when you see a super genius always like take a step back and yeah maybe not maybe he's just too cocky for his own good and guess what he's too cocky for his own good and literally created the problem because you know that's what super geniuses do they create problems they create they create problems because they they think they know everything but when they mess up and that's uh, and like even piccolo was trying to tell them you're operating under false information uh, yeah. I want to jump on to that point also. So if you notice about the movie, it focuses a lot around Piccolo as the main protagonist for quite a bit, actually. You're following uh, the story through his perspective, you know, following along his journey. So I kind of like that because it was like, we never got a movie solely, like, well, mostly on him. What do you guys think about that? That is what I enjoyed the most about the movie. It's that because if you watch every other Dragon Ball movie, Every other movie, exception for Bardock, father of Goku, they're all centered on Goku. Of course, for, Goku and Vegeta. For, for, there's not even one movie centered on Vegeta. So to have no. a movie centered on at least 
someone other than Piccolo or Vegeta. That is great. And when I say Piccolo or Vegeta, it's not like there's a movie about Vegeta. It's the fact that Vegeta is basically just another Goku at this point. So to mm-hmm. have, so literally to have a movie about someone else entirely, like, I like the fact it was Piccolo. I like the fact it was Gohan. I like the fact that it could have been Gotenks, but it wasn't. So, yeah, was I mean, the movie the movie was more focusing on the Z Fighters, like the B team and not like the A team. Because we saw yeah. the A team, like Goku and Vegeta, they're off elsewhere just training. Like, you pretty much seen the movie uh, to catch, to catch, to, to let the audience know what they're doing. It's like, oh, they're on Beerus' planet just training. And this time they brought Broly along too to uh, help improve their fighting and the power level, of course. Mm, it's actually more complicated than that. They were actually trying to go teach ahead. Broly how to not go insane in fights. That's true, but I mean they're kind of pushing each other in, in, in a way like that too, you know. Yeah, they like like they do what Saiyans do. They they push their limits. Otherwise, as you heard in some of the lines, we have to be careful for him not to snap another planet again. <laughs> and I'm like, oh what? yes, please. I like the fact that they were trying to push their limits while training Broly to keep his power under control. That was cool to see Broly again. Uh, it's like, oh damn, there he is. Um, and there was one thing that it didn't bother me that much, because I've watched the movie, the Broly movie before. Uh, Johnny Young Bosch, uh, the voice of Ichigo, is not half bad either. That's true. It's just Johnny Young Bosch voicing a Broly. Not much to yeah. say, of course, but. I mean, that's the thing. Like you notice, and it's like eh, not bad. I didn't quite notice though, but then I do remember like, oh yeah, he got replaced. Oh no, no, another thing. I've noticed because if you compare both voices, you'll see the difference. Oh yeah, okay. Well, it's yeah, like yeah, Rose yeah. doesn't speak that much, so I couldn't really tell, but I, back then I didn't know. I, I, I could tell by the grunts because like, if you listen carefully, you would think that it's Ichigo from Bleach talking. Damn, alright, I didn't know he had such good ears for that. That's cool. Uh, so what else did you guys find positive in the movie? What else did you like? representation of of piccolo as a dad finally we got uh, fans got what they wanted <laughs> the proud dad yeah. yes uh, it's it's like we always said that piccolo is gohan's real dad and that movie basically showcases it even the voice actor uh, for gohan kyle hebert literally confirmed it in an interview so I think, um, yeah i mean if you think about it like piccolo is pretty much moving the entire movie along, along with Gohan too. It's pretty much their movie all together. Yes, um, because it's also the fact that it actually went to Gohan and Piccolo's roots, like all the way to yeah. Saiyan Saga. That's what I mean by all the way to the roots, because having Gohan having the Piccolo costume is something that I miss. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you mean the, the, the purple gi outfit, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, we haven't seen that for a while. Pad. Like, I did like I that design. I've seen that since Cell Games, and I'm like, I miss that, yeah. and I'm like, for sure, for sure. You know, the other, the other, the other movie I could think of that wasn't centered so much on Goku Vegeta was Bojack Unbound, because that too had. That was Gohan, more, yes. Yeah, it's more Gohan too, as well, I think. Uh, and the thing is that I didn't think too much about that, and be, mm-hmm. because it's like, yes, it's a movie centered about Gohan, but. It's also Cell Games Gohan, so it was expected in the first place. Mm-hmm. But uh, the idea that it's Piccolo uh, makes it even better. Because 
we have other some mini series like in the manga like let's say reincarnated as Yamcha where there's like a, literally a mini series just based off Yamcha. What? You know the you know the idea of uh you know everything about Dragon Ball so you get to be in the Dragon Ball but you are Yamcha. <laughs> There is a series, and there's a short series on that, and it actually went well because the guy, the guy knowing the the ins and outs of Yamcha, and on top of that, doing uh, knowing the entire series all the way to uh, Battle of the Gods. Uh, there was some fun stuff happening, like for example. Um, Yamcha having his unlocked potential and hey look there's Lord Beerus and does like like the, the really the most underhanded move of the games of hell oh shit it's Lord Frieza behind you and they just blast him about that it's the fact that I'm glad that they did a miniseries about someone that is not usually regarded as very relevant obviously I would uh, enjoy having a movie about Tenshinhan and his origin of why... Well, I mean, why... here's the thing. Those, those guys are kind of out of it, too. You, you don't see Yancha anymore. You don't see Tianchen. Oh, they're pretty much out of the Z-Wars. Like, yes, um, they were relevant yes no. back at the time. Yes, yes and no. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, they're not... Yeah, but then, so they're not even there in the movie, so there's no point of talking yeah, about them. Um, the, why I say yes and no is because Tenshin Han has been at least in the last saga of the show, right? Okay, yeah, and, the world, really. yeah, and Yamcha actually had been into the moral arc um, in the manga. So it's like... Okay, so they're there, but they're really in the background. That's pretty much it. Yeah, that's... I want to I wanna talk about... Wait, sorry, Tenzo. No, uh, I ahead, get it. Um, I want to bring ahead. it back to the conversation in Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Superhero? Uh, yeah, Superhero. That's short. Um, I liked seeing Pan a bit kind of grown up, too. I was surprised to see that, too, or like... She's kind of grown up, and now she's training with Pickle and having fun and trying to like learn all these techniques and how to fly. Flying, she has a bit of difficulties there and everything. Uh, what do you guys think of Pan being like kind of the MacGuffin in this movie? Because ultimately, exactly. Gohan does kind of come to fight because of her, right? Like, how cute uh, was she? Like, yes. what do you guys think about that? Um, it, it for me, it was actually a callback of the Majin Buu saga, actually. Remember when Gohan was trying trying to teach Videl how to fly? Yeah. It's yeah. more it's more or less that actually. With Piccolo in this place instead, yeah, you're right. And it's Piccolo kind of, being kind of, Gohan kind of, and yes, and Pan being Videl. No, that's it's, the thing. I kind of feel like it was like the granddaughter and grandfather having their bonding moment. And that's what makes it really precious. Mm -hmm. Um, like that's what I like the most. Uh, because, and. Keep in mind, like, Gohan did not learn how to fly until he was, like, five, six years old. I don't know. He was thrown into boulders. By his lovely dad. Yes. Dodge. Uh, and Goten did not learn to fly until seven. But he knew how to come out somehow and become a super wow. saiyan. Like, what? Well, and, I mean, which which each new generation, as we saw, each new generation that came, but especially like the Trunks thing. and Goten they, and they, they, surpassed, they, they just surpassed got surpassed. Time. Yeah, that's they it. Surpassed. And that's what I like about it. It's the idea that Pan knowing how to fly at three and a half years was great. Yeah, and uh, well, she didn't. Well, she was struggling. I mean, in the movie, she was struggling. Like, oh, you need she to learn how to fly. She was struggling in the beginning, to... but I mean, like by the end. Yeah, 
But yeah, yeah, of course you need to fly in. It's like, oh, there you go. But, but I like the fact that they do the training early and it's bonding time and, hey, are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. And they're like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, are oh. you okay? I don't want to hurt you so bad. Uh, what I like... Because if it had to be gone, like, you'll suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> yes. Uh, my favorite other thing is how they point out certain fun stuff, like Piccolo having a cell phone, and he's literally at the original demon house that King Piccolo had. Like, that's his original home all the way from oh, Dragon. Oh, yeah, that's my callback. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the callbacks were intense, like, and and because uh, Piccolo somehow gets along with the times, he has this giant cell phone. And you was... know how he was holding it, too? Like, kind of like L, you know, like L from Death Note kind of holding his cell phone? It was kind of like that. Yeah, it's like, how do I use because, this thing? Yeah, because even though that the cell phone is large, Piccolo's seven feet. Mm. So, so, so to him, it's like, I don't know how to use this thing. So, you know? Remember him trying to drive? Oh my god, the callback on that. He's like, I never oh, learned yeah, how to right. drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was precious. Yeah, because he got the license, but he, yeah. We all uh, remember that my, episode. Yes, uh, and something even funnier. Piccolo giving Gohan's the Piccolo clothes. You're so weak that you that this is too heavy for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. At one point, when they give him the, the the outfit, yeah. exactly. And he's like, "Oh, Piccolo, why'd you do that?" He's like, "What are you complaining about? You could you could wear this when you were ten." And <laughs> and that's, and that's yeah. and 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 it's a callback to what the fans always complain about, like Gohan fans complain about, because. You know when people say that Gohan was not as strong as he was in the Cell arc? That's proof of it, unfortunately. That's the sad part. Like, that, yeah, like he's so out you, of shape. You, you could even, even tell by how they animated him in the movie. He looked very skinny, too. Like, he didn't look like yeah. he was building any... Yeah, no missile build on him. So, like, okay, he's too busy with his work and study, so that's pretty much why. Yeah, and, and, and even Gohan pointed out that there's a world of peace, and that's the yeah, problem with yeah. Gohan. That's the problem with Gohan. He's very complacent. Like he's so complacent that he's like, "Oh, it's okay. We got Vegeta, my dad. They'll take care of it." But as we saw in the movie, when they're not around, when shit hits the fan, it's up to you to like step in and uh, take care of business. Yeah. And 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 I also like the fact that they also do the callback of one of the abilities of Super Saiyan, because Piccolo did not know. When you become Super Saiyan, um, you become you actually become eagle-eyed, um, as per Kaizen Shu Seven. Your sight enhances really well. Gohan, oh, who, yeah. Gohan, who needs glasses and base form, but the moment that he becomes Super Saiyan, with uh, Piccolo saying, "Wait, when you go Super Saiyan, your eyesight corrects itself." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> it just does." <laughs> It's funny. And, um, yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I'll, I'll, go, go on, ahead. go on, sorry, go on. And I, so I like the fact that they also went with Gohan, not just like, he does not go straight to um, Ultimate Gohan. He goes one, then two, then straight to Ultimate. Like, we actually see it as we go. Um, yeah, I also like yeah, we the see idea, progression. Mm -hmm. I also like the idea that when he understands that Pan is being taken away, Gohan's mad. Oh, you saw what he did to his yeah. house. We saw. Oh yes, we saw. Yeah, that was great. But it was. Yeah, he but almost did, wrecked, he almost wait, wrecked his house. 
Well, it was also good to see like ultimate form Gohan because I was like, I wasn't expecting that. I'm like, oh, your classic. To be honest, form. I prefer I prefer the Super Saiyan Gohan over that Mystic Ultimate Gohan. Um, Ultimate Gohan is supposed to be Super Saiyan three, um, the equivalent of Super Saiyan three, but it has to do with the fact that, unfortunately, it has to do with how did he obtain the form, and because of that, he doesn't need Super Saiyan three. And if you prefer Super Saiyan 3, you always have Dragon Ball Heroes, where you actually have Super Saiyan 3 Gohan in Piccolo clothing. Hmm. That's nice. The fame was burst on what if he never got into the Goku Gi and always trained with Piccolo the entire time in the mount. Uh, mm. Okay, cool, cool. I was going to ask, what do you guys think of the introduction of the new androids, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2? What oh, do you think about them? The words I have, the go words. Go on, go on, go on. Let's hear your thoughts. Yeah, I've spoken that much later. The first, anyway. the first fight. What was I watching? What is this? I get punched and I hear the sound effects. I was like, "Is this how the movie's gonna go? Gamma two versus Pickle?" Oh, I'm like, "Why?" Yo, I, kinda, I was kind of scared too if that if the fight were gonna be like that throughout the movie, where you just see like, bam, pow, everything like that, and then they just hear and, and like it's it's very it was very distracting that kind of fight. Um, I um. Because I saw the models in advance, I didn't like them in advance at all. Like I li like I like their personalities, but I don't like their look. Mm -hmm. uh, um, I knew it was going to be like that the entire time. But I like what Piccolo said during the fight. Why do I actually see the sound effects? I like, like that. <laughs> that I can agree with, and that's why I was like, uh, maybe that was and, the the note that's not going to happen for the rest of the movie, and thankfully it didn't. And that's the thing, like, that was actually the powers of Gamma 2 and Gamma 1 in the first place. Like, those were not actual sound effects of the movie, that was, like, their actual powers somehow. That's an interesting power, but overall, on the Android themselves, they were yeah. they were very far different from our typical Androids, uh, 17 and 18, of course. You know, they don't really look human, per se, like the original Androids did, which was different. I'm like, okay, it's a different approach. Of course, we've got the red ribbon uh, swagger there as well. So, oh, yeah. yeah, but they, but I found what Dr. What the, doc, what the good doctor did was that synthesized the role of the hero, a character who is heroic in the form of an Android, because... You see, they don't really relate to humans. Their heroes are often seen as almost outward, out. Uh, how do I say? Outworldly. Thank you. That's the word. Outworldly. Out, outworldly. And I found the the design on that was pretty on point, especially the way that Gamma Two carried himself. He's like, I'm a hero. I have a cape. I have a laser. You see, with that, it kind of uh, felt kind of corny, though. Sorry, I just want to add that. It kind of felt a bit yeah. corny, but that's. I'll, I'll, I'll expand on to that. I believe that the designs were very like a Dejo. I think that the point is that they were trying to remake like one of those hentai common or the Ultraman costumes and making it into an android. That's literally what I saw. You're right. I, so, could, I could see Ultraman in them too. You're right. So, so to me, the designs were actually lazy. I'm just going to outright say it. I believe that the design were lazy. Okay, so you weren't feeling their designs, but what do you think of their characters also? Like, I, at the end the, of the movie, the I kind of fun. grew to like them. No, no, that's thing. They were cool the, a bit. The, the, the characters? I actually have no issues with them. I like the idea that, oh, there's a ray gun that does weird uh, 900 Blast. lasers and Piccolo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I didn't know that the secondary effect is that when there's an explosion, there's literally letters like Batman punching a villain. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, 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 that's it. 
But it's true that because it was the first fight, we don't know. Like, I didn't know if it was going to be, like, the, like, for every fight in every movie. And I it wasn't. It wasn't yeah, because, because that could have actually ruined the entire movie. It could have, yeah. and, and on top of that, uh, when it was the second fight, if you saw uh, Gamma 1 versus Gohan, mm -hmm. you noticed that those were gone. Yeah. It was an actual Dragon Ball Z fight. Pure, and yep. I preferred that over the Gamma Two bullshit. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I was happy that Gamma One like came and he's like, oh, "I'll handle this," because I was like, "I'm curious about Gamma One," because you know how how characters are. They're like they're just standing watching, like they're the big shit or something. Like Jiren just standing and watching and everything. I was like, "No, I want Gamma One to fight." And long and behold, he did. And I was like, "Damn, he's holding his own." Yeah, yeah I, I, him against Gohan. Yeah, I like the fact that he steps to the table because the point is supposed to be like they are both superheroes. One of them is very serious, and the other one is like Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or Johnny Storm from Fantastic Four. Yeah. They're both in the same game. Uh, yeah, one's more free, free, uh, spirited, free spirited. Series, yeah. And and I like the the fact that the series is like, as my job as a hero, I'll step up to it. <laughs> Uh, what did you guys think? What did you guys think about the humor in the movie? I enjoyed the humor. It was pretty decent, especially the especially the Dragon Ball part where Broma's using the witches for her own uh, cosmetic uh, surgeries. Exactly. <laughs> she got like a butt done, and she wanted uh, eyelashes done. Thought... And and Piccolo's so knows like Piccolo's like so knows like, hey, can't you do this on your own without the help of the Dragon Balls? <laughs> and the thing is that yeah, she could. Exactly. Uh, and and I liked how her petty excuses was, uh, people can use the Dragon Ball for terrible things anyway, so I'd rather just waste the wishes so no one gets them. So it was oh super goodness. petty. Super petty, yeah. I also like I like the idea that um, Shenron could basically do what Super Kamiguru does. The great guru, the unlocked potential yeah. thing. Yes, yes. Yeah, so we, we saw that for Piccolo, which is interesting because that's a callback also to uh, Dragon Namek Ball Z in the Frieza. Yeah, yeah. in the Namix uh, Frieza. Uh, yeah, Frieza Saga, Namix Saga, same thing. Yeah. And, 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 well, yeah, because the guy asked Dende, and we did not, I, I thought that any Namekian of that specific type called the Dragon type clan could do it, but I didn't know that they had to attain a certain age for them to, like, they yeah. have to be that's a new that's a new information for us too. Like, oh okay, that's cool. I found it's but well inserted though. Years, if you think I about think it. more years pass by, the more wisdom and knowledge you get and more power and, you get and, and that power gets unlocked at a certain age. I think that's mm -hmm. part of the reason why Shenron can do it. Has to do with two things. One, he's a wishing dragon. And keep in mind that even though that then they has a dragon, that dragon is originally coming. So maybe it might be derived from Kami's own power. Maybe, but the dragon's also age-less. There's no way like he's aging out or anything like that. He's kind of like immortal if you know what I mean. I, that's not what I was trying to say. I was trying to say that because the original owner attained a certain age, Kami, maybe uh, that... okay. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. That's what I mean. So it's like it says dragon, so because he's already attained that age back then, now... Yeah. So, okay, I see, I see. Yeah. And uh, what I like even further is like how Shenron hid a wish within a wish. 
Oh, the very first wish Piccolo made, you mean? Yeah, like, like within a wish, there's like another one, and I was not expecting the second power up. <laughs> no, nobody wasn't, man. Okay, so let's get into that. So, pretty much, uh, uh, the dragon unlocks his potential, but in order for him to reach his new form, which was called, what was it? Orange Piccolo, which I found Orange that kind Piccolo. of lame. <laughs> of course. As a name, uh, it kind of found very lame. That's his new uh, great form. Yeah. Uh, you kind of see in the trailers, too. But like uh, we finally got to see an action, and it was great. It's a, it's a good power up. I'll say that, yeah. Like he really was going toe to toe against the other. Like, guy. like, 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 like that's the baller. Uh, did you notice yeah. that he actually looked like the original Namekian before he defused? Yeah, a bit. It was the similarity was there. Yeah. Really. And this Gamma Two trying to punch him, not working. And 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 he had the oh shit face. So. Yep. And Piccolo is just like great. smack to him, and that's it. He's on the ground for good. <laughs> I, I like the fact that Curlin had to remind Piccolo of Piccolo's older powers, uh, the uh, the growing big and the Mystic Arms, the one where he basically extends his arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those he are like use the that old school powers back in Dragon Ball. Yeah, it was a real homage to the old Piccolo. Like, like damn, and yeah, I was really happy for it. Yeah. So you you could tell that Piccolo Jr. is back, you know. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else you guys liked about the movie? Anything uh, that was positive? Before we move on to negatives, I like the I like the Gohan Beast form that Gohan showed, or if you want, uh, by the storyboard being called Final Gohan, the mm -hmm. the white Super Saiyan two like form that he exhibits, and. The perfect father and son bond with special beam cannon. That was great because it had the mixture of nostalgia and what every fan wanted out of Gohan in the first place. Okay. Uh, what about you, Lefan? Is there anything else last thing you liked? I found it was uh, it was refreshing almost to like um, to bring Cell back because. It felt like we were back in the Cell games almost. You got Berserker Cell over there and Gohan, older Gohan now. And he, and of course, he's going to beast mode as Tenza touched on. And the entire th thing just un like unravels. So it's like, Gohan, you've got him weak. Time to, time to go back to Cell. Got, time to power up. And I'm like, I'm there for it. So I was very happy with that. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. So let's move on to the negatives. And speaking of Cell Max, uh, my one negative for him, I guess, is like, yeah, it was cool seeing Cell, Ma Cell return back, but I didn't like how they portrayed Cell Max in this movie. He pretty much sounded like a big giant monster like Godzilla and just going all crazy berserk. Like, I was hoping to get kind of a glimpse of that perfect Cell coming back, but unfortunately, we didn't see that. This Cell was pretty much like. What was it? The second form of cell, right? Yeah. When you it was the it was the uh, semi perfect cell, yes. Semi perfect cell, yeah. So it's semi perfect, but yet he was more berserk. So eh. okay, but but he was very strong. I'll say that he was very like unstoppable. Like they were having um, a hard time going against him. Even Android, uh, not Android. Even uh, Gamma Two had to sacrifice himself just to like damage him. He can't even kill him. Yeah, it's literally going armless. They were trying to aim for his head because apparently that was the weak spot, but it he was. had such a hard time. They had such a hard time to just couldn't like take him down that uh, easy. And uh, the and that was one of the big minuses for me too, because mm -hmm. for me, when I'm I hear cell, I'm expect perfect cell, but 
the main reason why that this cell has been in the second form the entire time is exactly as they said in the movie, the form was incomplete because a certain super genius was too lazy to do it. Obviously, if we had like the perfect cell, it would be great. It would have been great because the perfect cell, he's the goat. He was, back then, yeah. he was backing everyone too. Yeah. But it, like, alas. So, so for me, that's what made it a little, like that's part of the big minus, what made it lackluster. Pick, uh, like Gohan barely, like if you really think about it, Gohan barely won versus an imperfect cell. Barely, yeah, yeah. That's true. And, yes, he needed help, and they, there could have been actual casualties aside from Gamma too. Um, there could have been some serious people dead. So it's the fact that I didn't enjoy the fact that they had to put the ugly cell that no one likes. Mm-hmm. That's a good way of putting it. As and on top of that, the idea that Cell has no sentience. I'm I'm sorry. Like, I would love for Cell to have voice line more than just screaming. Yeah, I agree. Would have been good in change um, for sure. But it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. Another another negative I have about this movie is the combination of the 2D and 3D CGI. I'm sorry, when you go from Super Broly, that animation top tier to this kind of animation in this movie, it felt like such a downgrade for me. And I'm, it found, I found it a bit jarring still. Like, some parts it was okay where I could tolerate, but some parts it was just like, nah, it feels like too much of a video game. Um, that's the thing. I'm okay with it. But at the very same time, like, I'm actually okay with it because I'm used to those video games. I've played all of them. However... I say I will say that the fightings were not as good because you yeah, know how yeah yeah you know the fighting was a bit jarring I guess it's true I mean yeah, they were good but they were not as good as they could have been they were yeah, not I agree. they were not half as good as they could have been. like we had some fun fighting but if you take a look you'll notice that the fighting starts to be seriously slower. Is that and... because of the animation aspect where you're trying to like yes. The animation, the animation aspects, seemingly slows down the fight in real time. Come, like if you compare it versus Broly, in the same time frame, Vegeta, as uh, Gogeta and Broly lands three times more hits. Like they're true. doing more in less time. That's true. Yeah. So for me, it, I knew that it was an experiment for them to go 3D. So I actually had my expectations very low in the first place. But at the very same time, it's like, did they really have to make it 3D? Could they, they could have maybe, uh, like well, I was, like I was on. thinking that they could do like two versions of the movie. One as full animation and one as 3D, maybe. That'd be too much work. That'd be too much work for yeah. them, unfortunately. Oh, fair. But wait, we're forgetting but, like, something. I'm, I'm, What's that like? The disrespect they did to my boy Krillin. We brought the strongest people in the universe and Krillin. Yes, that was the (laughs) sentence that hurt me the most as well. Because because it was like, oh, here are all my friends and Dr. Zoidberg. And I was like, what? (laughs) It is a big disrespect. And Krillin is literally the strongest human on earth. 
and that's what makes it even saltier. Exactly. But, but... I guess that's the humor part also of it too, because everyone burst out laugh when they heard that part. So yeah, it I, is I true, unfortunately. Yeah. My negative also, uh, on the, I think it's my other big, big negative is that we talked about uh, Gohan Beast or Final Gohan, right? And uh, I remember after watching the movie, we came out together and we discussed about it. And I was like, I'm not sure how I feel about this because the question I asked you, like, was it earned? Because yes, Gohan has the potential to become the greatest uh, warrior fighter. But because he's been so focused on other, doing other stuff like work and, and study, I can't buy that his full potential was brought up right away because of Piccolo dying, which we've seen also on other occasions. Back then, he's um, around with his potential. So why, why now? Like this is happening. Like, it is like it didn't feel like it was. Earned. I'll, I'll, wait, Tensa, Tensa. Wait, wait. I gotta say this. The reason no, it was brought on is because of the Saiyan ants. That's that's yep. why the potential was brought out. The potential was actually brought out and referenced a few times. Uh, but I'll explain my point of view on that one. You know that it's the Cell games, his Super Saiyan 2 form was still not earned either, and yet he had it. No, but here's the thing. In Cell games, I give it a, I give it a pass because uh, Gohan was still with the Z fighting training. Like, as long as you keep training to bring out that potential, I'm okay with that. Whereas in uh, Superhero, this potential came out of nowhere, and we know that he wasn't really training... Uh, along with the studies and along with the studies and work, he actually kind of was. Um, he actually said it that he he actually tell told Piccolo that he was training he, in secret. Hence, why he had the super. He, he did quickly mention it, but the thing is, the difference between that and Sasaga is in Sasaga, I'm actually seeing him. I'm seeing his progression come out. That's the whole point why of of uh, Gohan hey, becomes. You actually you actually saw you actually saw it in the super series. In Dragon Ball Super, like. The, the last arc when he yeah. brought himself back you actually saw him and he actually said in series that he was training for a new form beyond that so I'm just oh, going okay. to tell you it was still earned in okay. the same way that Cell Games was earned Okay. but I will agree on one thing what was that? Because he barely unlocked that form, um, and on top of that, as Piccolo said, he kind of slacked in his training again. I was expecting mm. Gohan to have noticeable strain in maintaining. I mean, I don't remember. He doesn't. He was looked like he was he okay holding it. He doesn't. He doesn't show any strain. Like I was saying that I was expecting him to get tired. Yeah, that actually, Tensei, you have a fair point. Even when he powered down, he's perfectly okay. Not like Goku goes Ultra Instinct, and then after he's like, down. his body's wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that, uh, the the thing is that, that's why for me it's like it's really the fact that the form was referenced in uh, like in Gohan versus Goku in the Super Series, and in the manga, he was saying like they were saying different stuff, but they meant the same thing like for gohan in this in the the anime he wanted to attain an ultimate form for himself that's why the storyboard called it final gohan so by, um, by, calling, by calling a final gohan do you not think there's gonna be a form beyond that no beyond it's just no no okay that's the point it's supposed to be the last one okay supposedly 
things can I, change. I, I, I will I will say supposedly as well because you know what we did with Ultra Instinct in the manga. Uh, yeah, is there gonna be like another Super Saiyan version of Ultra Instinct coming out yes. probably soon? No, they they already had it. It's it's worse. It's you know the Ultra Instinct sign Goku, like the base Ultra Instinct. Mm -hmm. It's back to that form, but personalized into go with Goku's own style into it. Because he wants to show emotions and not exactly demeanor. But it's so so it became somehow stronger than the stronger form. Okay, cool, whatever. Uh, I'll, 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 okay, so you gotta, you kind of like, you kind of explain it. Yeah, you're right. Maybe it was kind of earned, even though we don't I see would, it, see I it, would, but it is very highly implied. It was discussed. That's the thing. It was discussed. Yeah. It was. That's that's what I was trying to say. It's not like the form came out of nowhere, because mm-hmm. the foreshadowing was there for a long time. Mm-hmm. But if you're paying attention, I yes. Will, but I will agree that the progression leading up to there. We kind of don't see it, and that's really what is disappointing. Yeah, it was just a bit random. It's like, oh, here it is. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Don't know where that came from, but I guess I'll accept it. I'll say this, though. It was very reminiscent of Super Saiyan 2. Like, you saw the, what's called the red flash and behind his head, and he just lost it and just went full-on, yep. like, power-up or a mod or around him and everything. Like, it was very reminiscent of Super Saiyan 2. Even that style, the hairstyle yep. and the, the aura, it was all it, Super it, Saiyan 2. It, it was a, yeah, color. it's it's that's why uh, as a joke i call it ultimate gohan too yeah if you think about it maybe that's kind of more like a love letter to the gohan fans it is yeah it actually is like the the entire movie was a love letter to the gohan fans because everyone wanted gohan to come back yeah we're like please bring him back to uh is uh oh is go go back to his gold days and and toriyama's probably and toriyama's like okay no problem i got that covered here's the movie for you and while I and because Gohan Super Saiyan 2 previously was a rage-based form and not a form that he attained to training, it made sense that Gohan Beast was attained the same way. That's why you think it feels unearned, because both times it was not a form achieved to training. It was a form achieved to distress in the same way that Goku attained Super Saiyan for one the first time. Okay. Uh, what about you, Lefan? Do you have any negatives about the movie? Man, I already said they disrespect Krillin. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine, fine. Um, now, this is not much of a negative, but it's more of something I noticed is that this Gohan basically was what Chi Chi always wanted in her son, like not a fighter, a scholar instead. And I'm like, okay, it's interesting to see that basically that that's what came true. She, in a way, in a way, she got her away, but we see the consequence of that, and like we let the lack of uh, training and all that, slightly. Can I can I add on to that? Go for it, man. Um, Dragon Ball GT, she had the same thing. It no, nothing changed. Shh, we don't speak of GT here. <laughs> this is a safe space. <laughs> yes, uh, but even in GT, but the point yeah, is that GT is that gone because why did I I mention GT is that. Uh, in the original G, when you go all the way to GT, Gohan literally retired fighting like everyone else. And that was the issue. Uh, because in the original idea, uh, ideas, like, oh yeah, there's no village, there's no nothing. But it, uh, but even with Gohan, even in this movie, it comes with the idea that because they think that nothing's bad is going to happen, 
Or if something bad's gonna happen, they can just sit and wait and call for Goku. They basically. But you see, they, they tried that. Out. That's the thing. They tried that, and Goku was no show because of reasons, right? Well, yes, and I like, and 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 that's what I like. It's uh, the idea. I like the idea that Goku and Vegeta could be busy and not be bothered because uh-huh. something else is going on. I like that. Yep. That's true. It's like you can't really rely on your hero. Sometimes you have to step in and handle business as yourself. That's and... what the movie was trying to apply. Yeah. Um, I, I'm want to bring it back to the part where you guys said GT is all on canon. Because um, what we saw in this movie is that we saw Pan kind of... She's grown up now, right? She's like almost like a little kid. She's no longer like a little toddler baby anymore. It's like, no, no. She's like going to school and everything. And you yeah. even see Chunks and Goten growing up. Around yeah. the time as end of Dragon Ball Z. So does that mean we're getting close to end of the uh, yes. timeline catching up? I already told you... Oh, yes. Uh, uh, when we were... I'm, 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 I'm just going to straight up tell you why. Yes and why. One, mm-hmm. um, the last episode of Z, the 10-year epi- the ten year time skip epilogue, that was for... And uh, so you already, you already know that six months in timeline at the very least uh we're gonna have uh goku picking up boo and all that jazz um, if oob. you look oob. yes oob, oob sorry um if you look at goten look at go how goten is drawn yeah he looks that was exactly, the indicator. yes mm-hmm. he looks exactly like epilogue goten exactly so we're so, pretty much capping, uh, catching up to end of Z. So where do you, yeah. where do you guys think uh, the series will continue from that point on? Like, what do you expect uh, more in the future? Um, that's the thing. I have a feeling that what they're probably doing is that they're probably going to remake the epilogue because there's a lot of things that does not work as well anymore because, mm. for example, Bulma in the original epilogue, she's old. Oh yeah. Okay. True. Like, so like, like, yeah. Yes. Because of that, they have to remake every everything. And mm-hmm. on top of that, there's a lot of things that will still be there. Like, for example, Oob changing the magic numbers so that Goku can fight Oob and abduct him. And like most of the events will mostly be the same. Mm-hmm. But I actually have a feeling that because they have the god forms and stuff like that. There's a high chance that once they reach the epilogue, they might not they might not continue. Like the way that I no, see you, you mean that'll be the end of Super, that's it? I believe that it may be the end of Super and I like aside from adding the Mora arc, uh-huh. I like I do not see like another GT happening necessarily. Ah uh, damn it, I was hoping to introduce GT cannon right away to <laughs> that. Um, but GT can happen. GT can happen because how do you explain everything from Super? Then it 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 can happen, but I'm I'm saying that my I don't have high hopes for it. But but turns out the only way for it to happen if if somehow you have like a big reset or something happens where all the events Super kind of disappear and that's how GT happens. Because then GT how do you explain mirrors and the gods? Yeah. Or or better yet, that they do some weird Dragon Ball hero hijinks. Mm-hmm. Because Dragon Ball Heroes actually, like, while it's not in canon, they have a semi-good explanation for it. 
like for because in the universe of Dragon Ball Heroes, mm-hmm. the main characters are from Super, but the ones from Dragon Ball Heroes themselves are from another dimension entirely different, and they have the so you had like the dimension where Goku gets Super Saiyan 4 and the other dimension where, you know. So yeah. maybe they can pu- maybe they can pull that off, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean they've already introduced the multiverse uh, story into this, so why not? It could just be like, oh, I'm, here's, I, G- here's GT happening again in another, another universe, but I don't know. Yes, yeah. uh, but at the, in the same token, um, they might just not go, like, that's the thing. The reason why I don't think they'll go GT is because there's so much thing that displaces GT that it will not be the same. And uh, and it's also the idea that, for example, like you might we will like I'm not confident that we'll see Super Saiyan Four again because the point of Super Saiyan Four was awakening your primal mortal power, and now they have divine power which is far superior, according to the show. So it's so it's gonna be hard like. It's this kind of thing where you will have to make, you'll have to find a reason to make a form better than what they already have. Pretty and much. I mean, we'll, we'll have to wait and see when the show comes back. Then there's only one. Ex- exactly. It. Like, like I, I, so that's why for me, I like, I'm not saying that they won't do it. I'm saying that they're at a point where it's harder to introduce them. Cool. Uh, do you guys have any last point before we wrap it up? Nope. I'm done. Nope. Nope. Okay, perfect. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for giving your thoughts on Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Um, it's been a great uh, discussion, and uh, I look forward to hearing more of your thoughts on other animes and other discussion we have later on. So thanks for everyone for tuning in to this episode. I would like to remind everyone too that you can uh, listen to us on uh, most of the podcast platforms. So like I said, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and um, make sure you're following us on social media too. We do, uh, we like to create content for you guys. So follow us on most of the social media platforms. We're on TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, many more. Anyway, I'll put it, you guys can see it down in the description once you check it out. And um, that's it. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. And uh, have yourselves a good one. Thank you, everyone. Take care. Bye.